Greetings and welcome to another episode of The Skill Gap. My name is Stallion. You might know me as Stallion Sama or simply as the self-proclaimed Stallion Stallion of the FIFA community. Joining me as usual is uh, a man of many talents from Pez to FIFA. Persian, how's it going? Good, man. Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, if you're here watching it from Twitch, you'll have known that, uh, you know, I lost first round of the draft, but it's it's okay. <laughs> we move on because we want to look into the future. We want to look forward in terms of FIFA 20 because today we're going to talk about what we want to see uh, in FIFA 20, what we already know in FIFA 20, a bit of a continuation of the video I made when I went to LA and I tested it out in EA Play. And um, that's, that's it. We're going to talk about what we want to see from gameplay to game modes. So let's just start it off with... With gameplay, Persian, I know you saw my video. So, you know, based on that, what's something from gameplay that you want to see? Let me let me go back a bit, like, to last week. Because I found another quote. I was, like, doing some research. Because, like, we have people tweeting at us after after that podcast about... Um, what were they saying? About if what we thought about kickoff goals and last-minute goals, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I thought that was interesting, like even though my stance on everything is what we can prove, et cetera, et cetera. But I found some interesting quotes that like shine some light on the situation. So I wanted to read that for you. Well, this is, this is from FIFA creative director, Matt Pryor, and this is from FIFA 17, mind you. So he said some error in some of the al- algorithms for trapping the ball that's inbuilt throughout the game, but that's all measured on an individual level. It doesn't take into account Oh, this is 1-0 in the 90th minute. Let's give this guy some more air. It's very much individual. And as a result, it can happen at any time. That's part of the beauty of the sport. That can be frustrating at times, but that's the nature of football. So this is like already like what I completely disagree with because I agree in normal football, that's the beauty of sport, right? But if you want to make a game and you want to make a competitive game, you can't have those things of RNG in the game because obviously it should be mostly input driven. Mm -hmm. So that was an issue I had with that. And then he goes on. Well, he gives an example of how that happens in real football, but the most important thing is he says, um, Oh yeah. He says a lot of that is then also stat based. Some of it is fatigue based. If a guy is dead on his feet, he's going to make a mistake. There are a lot of things that that factor into that, that make it happen. But fundamentally that's football. So he says, you get you concede last minute goals because your players are tired and they make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an interesting question. Like, what do you think fatigue? Like, what should be the role of fatigue in in FIFA? Yeah, the thing is, uh, I think it's one of those things that's never going to be translated perfectly from uh, the real world into into the game. At least, no, actually, I would say I would never want to translate it perfectly because. Uh, fatigue in real life is dynamic because you know we start off ultimate team and Messi's got like 60 stamina the whole year his base card right but you know Messi in real life he could he goes for through ups and downs he might be really fit come Christmas time then he has a low period in March and then it goes up again in like the summer right before the like finals of tournaments and stuff like that Uh, especially someone like Ronaldo is someone who arguably gets less fatigued as the season goes by but even ignoring that I think I think fatigue in FIFA should be something that is very simple. Basically, the way I would like to see it is that there is nothing 
other that's relevant other than the bar of stamina that you have when you see when you when you're sprinting and how full it is so basically the only thing that changes throughout the game is that it gets emptier and emptier and emptier and there's no more added touches in the 90th minute compared to the third minute the only difference is that obviously in the 90th minute you're a lot closer to this bar emptying it emptying out so like maybe say you have Mbappe in the 90th minute you you put him through on goal and he's sprinting, he's going to empty that bar either faster or it's just going to be so close to emptying that he's out of stamina and that's it, right? I don't want to see added touches or anything. So you're basically saying it should only account for sprinting? Sprinting, yeah, yeah. Sprinting and just speed of movement overall, yeah. right? I, I don't I want to see... I agree. Hunching over animations, it because then you take away what we just talked about last week when you brought the composure stat and how it takes away from... Mm-hmm from the user input right yeah i i completely agree and that that's like the issue i have with how they think about certain situations right because they're trying to well is what they say they try to balance like real life football and a game and i think there's like a distinction between the two because you can't make real life football happen in a game you're not controlling Messi on the real life pitch there's not a guy with a controller trying to control Messi on the real life pitch so he whatever he does are his decisions. So if he makes a mistake, that's his mistake on the pitch. So if you want to translate that to a video game, it just doesn't make any sense. You can't like bring in RNG. Like you're the guy that's controlling Messi. So all your mistakes should translate on the pitch. But whatever. What I did, what I did think about like was kickoff, and kickoff is provable because they tried to patch it in FIFA 18. Remember yeah. that? Like, yeah, I do remember that. Like halfway through the game. So obviously there is a problem with – well, I don't even think we needed to prove this because it's pretty obvious like that uh, kickoff is an issue in the game. But the fact that they tried to like patch it and acknowledge it just shows that it is still an issue because it still happens. And I think even Nepenthes had like, made a video like last year about – the shape of your team, like your team's like shaped weirdly at kickoff and they, it becomes more narrow, I think. So if you had like a wide, like formation, you could really just expose like the flaws of like how your team is shaped during kickoff. So all these issues, I like, I agree that kickoff like is an issue and is in the game and fatigue. If based on their explanation, that would explain a lot, but that's more of a, more of a decision-making in their coding, right? Cause they have algorithms for that. And that's a big issue. If if they don't change that, that's an issue that will always stay as well, like the last minute goal. And obviously it's intentional because it's in their decision making. Yeah. Before I get so, into, yeah. into kickoff, um, because a lot of people ask me about it, like, did you see kickoff in FIFA 20? Funny thing about Messi um, is that the year he, in my opinion, he stopped being an elite player like top quality is uh fifa 18 that's and that's the year where they they made his dribbling more realistic and less sort of they they pretty much gave him his own dribbling animation he's one of the few mm-hmm. with it and so ever since they did that he just turned to trash as opposed to fifa 17 where you know maybe he didn't look as messy esque as he did as he does now but fifa 17 was so basic that if you were a short player with high agility like messi good dribbling stats you knew that you would have more touches per dribble on the ball therefore have more Mm -hmm. opportunities to turn with the left stick therefore he felt better and so it was just user input and then uh, the better users would be able to get as many touches out of a dribble Uh, so and then the moment they made it more animation based and so they just sacrificed touches for animations and they sacrificed uh basically 
arcadey for realism, it just turned it turned into something that's completely not user driven. But in terms of kickoff, if you know, they obviously the response that you could get from an EA representative is always like, well, you know, we did address it last year, but it's just the 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 stats on our end prove that it's not a problem this year. But for sure, last year I remember it was it was a huge issue. They patched it, I think, at least once. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe someone in the chat knows if it was like more than once. But this year, I still think it's a factor. Definitely nowhere near as last year. Last year was actually like just crazy. Um, but it's hard to prove. And in terms of those who asked me, is it in FIFA 20? I can't tell, man. I didn't see a single kickoff when I was there. But at the same time, we'll see when the game goes online. We'll see when the game is on foot. And then we add delay. And then I'm sure I, I'm sure something <laughs> will come about. <laughs> I think the only way you can really test like broken mechanics and broken things in the game is by ma- like playing it on a massive scale, obviously. That's what testing all is about. Like If you play like four or five games, you're not going to see every issue in the game. So, yeah. Yeah, and I played like, I'd say I played uh, between 15 and 20 games. I can't remember. It's been days at least. Uh, But, and obviously if, and that's already enough for me to like decide a lot of opinions as I did in my video. But in terms like, like you said, you need like, you need mass. uh, First of all, you won't know anything until the game is released and millions play it. But even then the best you can do is play for days on end. And I, I just haven't had that opportunity at least, at least yet. But in the general gameplay sense, I think uh, even though I know it won't happen because I played FIFA 20, guys, FIFA 20, uh, you know, we're, we're going closer and closer towards a FIFA that's r- trying to be as realistic as possible. I think the vision on EA's end is to make a simulator that's extremely realistic looking, at least, that looks almost identical to real football. So that kind of goes against my wish for a return of an arcadey FIFA in the sense that the ball moves quickly and accurately, sort of like FIFA 17, where like the ball pings everywhere. It almost looks like ping ball, but at the same time, it's less ping pongy than FIFA 19. I don't know if that makes sense. That does like, yeah, it does. The thing is like, you're trying to have a faster game, you mean, instead of a slower game. Yeah. And the the irony is that like, FIFA 17, FIFA 16, 50, like all these games, you had less degrees to which you could turn. So obviously dribbling is more advanced today, mm-hmm. but it's for some it reason. Feels worse. <laughs> yeah. It feels worse. Yeah. Whereas FIFA 17 kind of did feel ahead of its time, but obviously now dribbling is better in the sense that you can turn better, but it's just, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. If you remember like the first the first day like we had our hands on FIFA 19. That's the thing that was like most like triggering for me. I was like, I, I, it's just too slow. The dribbling just, just feels like really bad, especially compared to like 18 and 17. I just, it just felt off. Like something fell off. I couldn't really know what it was. And most people were like, yeah, it's okay. Maybe it's because it's a new game or whatever. But throughout the year, people noticed like the dribbling, like what you always call the hunching over, right? Yeah. Like, like the, the dribbling, the hunching over and like the whole people hitting you in the back and you losing your balance and like tackling you from behind and all that sort of stuff comes into play there. So you just feel less in control over the ball. And like the attacking play just felt off, man. Like it just didn't feel good in this game. That goes to show how... Uh, you can't, you can never like 
look at an individual aspect of the game and compare it to the previous game because like 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 I just said two minutes ago you have more degrees to which you can move in the newer the FIFA gets but the reason dribbling feels worse even though technically it is better or more advanced it should be better anyway yeah, it's just the surrounding yeah. factors, the offensive yeah. AI runs that do not do not happen. So you're kind of like dribbling yeah. for no reason. You felt like the 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 composure stat mattering more and more at, with every FIFA, where all of a sudden your player starts feeling worse. The new dribbling animations, where it's less user input and more just the game being the game. Uh, so all these factors, man, they just they just play in. All right, on uh, on to now that we've closed off last week. <laughs> um, on to FIFA, well, 20 then. What, what, what are we looking for here? What are we trying to talk about first? Did you want to talk about the gameplay or, well, the menu aspects? or? Yeah, let's go is- gameplay first, gameplay first, right? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> like I said, I would like a fast arcade FIFA, but I already know it's not happening. It's not happening. We're moving towards, uh, you know, a slower paced game. Hopefully it speeds up a lot, and I'm sure it will once we get used to it and once foot cards come out. Uh, so that's that. Uh, but, you know, a big thing that's happening, and it's a good thing, is that jockeying, right? Pressing L2 in defense, uh, when you start jockeying and you have a low center of gravity, finally it feels a lot, a lot better. So oh, and the build you played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you should always, like, have the disclaimer that, like, in the build you played, it was like that. But, like, yeah. it could change. Like, it could be night and day. When the game comes out true so i guess even for you know we might still have a faster game <laughs> who knows uh so yeah again in the build i played the jockeying felt phenomenal and that's amazing because i've been complaining about this for a long long time i expected this to be addressed for fifa 19 because it was abysmal in 19 as well but finally i guess better late than never and we're gonna have it at least if it's consistent with the build i played the thing is is that i still think it wasn't good enough and maybe that's something to do, something to do with passing, uh, and maybe it's just an issue in my head. I don't know. Do you feel like this is something you would also want if you decided to return to FIFA? Um, the jockeying, you mean? Yeah, just like when you're jockeying, hundred yeah. percent. Like all, like not even, not even just jockeying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not satisfied with that. Like the whole defensive way, like the whole way of defending in in FIFA currently should be like should be overhauled basically like the nutmegs like name it dude like all the ways like you should be able to intercept the ball and you should be rewarded for good passing choices and you should be punished for bad passing choices like that's like a given that's the fundamentals of football if you don't have that right you don't have the right football game in my opinion so i definitely agree with that like there's there's no doubt about that and the way it is now, like if it if it's not in the game, it's gonna be a game like FIFA 19. I don't, I don't, I don't think a lot of people enjoy this game. So, yeah, let's hope, let's hope for the best. Let's hope they de- definitely do that and definitely have that in the game. Um, what else? Gameplay. Well, if we're talking about gameplay, we can't not talk about whether it's delay, connection, whatever it is, like server related issues, all these things, like. The, the slow the slow part of the game the inconsistency in gameplay like well you know like inceptions like uh inceptions thing right like yeah. the whole gameplay thing gameplay needs to be consistent if it's not it's gonna be like a tough another tough year man because like you can't you can't keep doing this to, to the people that buy your game you can't have a different game every single game you go in 
Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. And this is not to say that I don't think that, uh, you know, consistent gameplay is the most important thing. But I heard I heard Kurt once say, and this kind of struck me because I was like, dude, I agree. And I'm worried about this because this is probably going to be the, the crossroads that, you know, we're going to have to face. He said, what would I rather choose? FIFA 19 with consistent gameplay or FIFA 17 with inconsistent gameplay? And he's like, I'd probably pick FIFA 17 with inconsistent gameplay. So I feel like, I feel like even though they need to solve it, I'm in the same boat. Whereas I'm just praying that the core of the game is good, man. I, I'm praying and I, I would. It, it kind of depends. It kind of depends on your definition of what gameplay is, right? Because everyone has a different definition and like don't they like kind of intertwine with each other as well as in gameplay like what is gameplay is it just the connection is it specifically just the connection or is it like the in-game things that happen like because there's so many like factors we can't really tell like is it is it the stats or like what, what's happening here because like sometimes he takes this touch and sometimes he takes that touch sometimes it feels delayed sometimes you're on like ice skates like it's there's so many different factors that no one really knows what exactly is going on right yeah. So you can't, you know, like there's something off about the gameplay, but you can't tell what's causing it. Well, I guess the Inception school of thought is that uh, the inconsistent gameplay is not necessarily related to servers because he's been advocating. Yeah, for yeah I agree. I, I, I mean, I, I've heard that. So sure. for him, it's like you log on and you could be playing a different game, whether offline, online, depending match game per game. What I usually experience, and it's like a cloak over this inconsistent gameplay in the core of the game. And this will also be experienced by people who just have delay with the servers is just server delay in general. So when if you in my opinion, if you experience server delay in general, you don't even get to experience inconsistent gameplay within the core because there's something so much bigger happening that like, uh, you know, how, how no, you, I agree. you know, so I there's agree. like two facets to it. So in turn, I, I don't even think I have experienced inconsistent gameplay because I can't even think I've experienced clean <laughs> server gameplay and the times i have it was so good compared to the usual that i didn't even notice that the maybe the core of the game felt off so yeah i guess for that we'll see i, I mean just this just what you've said the fact that there are so many different people that experience the game in so many different ways is an issue in fifa right because like everyone just sees their own issues it's like so many different flaws within the game that no one has the well, not no one, but like a lot of people have different gripes with the game. And that's that's what's so interesting because like everyone has a different experience when it comes to FIFA and every ha- everyone has different experience what's bad about FIFA. Yeah, and so, this this bites this bites the yeah. uh, the community in the butt more than ever because you know you'll have the guy saying it's server related and then someone will be there and instead of may- being like maybe you do have server issues and saying but if you don't have server issues it's still inconsistent, he'll be like no. You're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When you're actually both right, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question here. This is was uh, this is pretty interesting in my mind. What it, what is in FIFA 19 that was added in FIFA 19 or or what what do you love about FIFA 19 that you think should be in FIFA 20? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, if, I mean, if we're talking about gameplay, anything, anything. Uh, well, yeah, specifically gameplay, but like anything. All right. In terms of gameplay, I guess that's a really easy choice because you have to go with a big fat and nothing from gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, if there was ever, we always had FIFAs when you go from one FIFA to the next and it feels like a completely new genre of FIFA. 
uh, particular for me that was like one of those was 17 to 18 if i could like have a wish i'd be like i hope 19 to 20 means that 20 feels like a completely different genre of gaming <laughs> because i don't want anything we currently have to come back gameplay wise i mean menu wise i honestly think uh you know someone in the chat said that I think they did a good job besides a few promos here and there where I actually felt, uh, you know, I'd say the word for now we'll use uh, is offended without getting too much into it. Like the prime icon moments one I thought was too much. But in terms of content, I think they did uh, an insane job with like compared to FIFA 17 and 17 was already almost on crack compared to 16. There's so much stuff happening, but you know, I'm not a content guy. I'm sure like a lot of content people might be cringing at me saying it's good enough, like the same way I cringe at those who say that passing in, in 19 is good. You know, it, it happens. I'm not an expert, but if I had to pick one thing, I'd be happy with the content, not gameplay content. I just mean like SBCs and stuff. That stuff was fine for me. I'd, I'd agree. Like the, the, the amount of content was good. I don't think the quality was that good though, because if I compare like the SPCs in 18 and even 17, I feel like the value of a lot of these SPCs, you had a, you had a FIFA 17, you know, the purple sun, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That was a end stage meta player. Like that was probably one, maybe the best player in the game. And that, that cart was what, like 200 K. Well, yeah, he was insanely cheap. I remember thinking, wow, 200 K I'll do it, man. Exactly. Well, when we talk about that guy, do you remember any type of cards like that in FIFA 19? Because every time I look, which was interesting to me, because there were a lot of like special cards in FIFA 19, which is good. Like I, I like them to pump out that that sort of content for people that are interested in it. But they were a lot of the time like extremely expensive. And I felt like they were more, more so a coin sink than anything. They were trying to like rinse your cards or rinse your coins for cards that weren't even that special maybe like the ebra one like can you remember how much that one was uh i don't know because i didn't i didn't even come close to doing that but i feel like he might have been between 500k and a million flashback eco ebra but i don't know yeah that ebra card maybe okay but he wasn't even a prem player or like a a major league player right Mm -hmm. so end of the day i feel like the value, uh, like throughout the years from 17 to 18 to 19, I felt like SBCs became more of a coin sink than anything. They just had like average cards that were like pretty expensive. And like, I, I just remember like seeing on Twitter, like a lot of outrage over the prices and like, why are these so expensive? And they never really brought out like something that was like, damn, like what a great card for like super cheap, basically. Right. From what I can remember anyway. Well then, here's my here's my question to you. Then, is it a matter of the SBCs that were released, be it like a flashback Juan Fran that was incredible at the start, and I remember I felt bad that I didn't do him because of the lack of right backs, or be it an Ebra or whatever you want, were they not good enough because uh, you know they just weren't good enough, or is it more of a, and I know what my answer is. Is it more of the fact that it's just how FIFA 18 and 19 were? It's just how it is. It's because it's not as user-based. What cards you have will change your game because it's so pay-to-win in the sense that FIFA 17 may be a reason why so many cards were as useful at the start as they were at the end. Cough, cough, Maldini. Or, sorry, Maldini. Smaldini, a.k.a. Smalling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because it's a better game. Like, how much Maybe, Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. 
because I genuinely right. feel like a card, like I look at David Luiz, right? And I know I, I've seen it on Twitter, man. A lot of people on Twitter are saying to this day, he's still incredible. The flashback David Luiz, personally, I had to get him out of my team because he was a disaster at a certain point. But I look at that card and I think 84 pace, 90 defending, 88 physical. I mean, I feel like that card would be good until the very last second of 17, the same way my... I went back on 17 this week and my right back until the last second was 84 rated inform Florenzi. You play with an 84 rated right back right now in FIFA 19. Good luck. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the thing that like makes me think maybe makes me think that way. And I see people saying in the chat that Ibra was like 200k. Well, that's good value, to be fair. That's that's good value. Then maybe my my memories jog there. But if if it's 200k, that's a that's a good SBC card. But the thing is that one card doesn't really equate to like, I want that to happen a lot. I want, I want FIFA to incentivize. Well, not even incentivize you. I want FIFA to give you options to have good cards for not that much coins. I don't want to have to pay 3 million coins to have like a, a player that can carry my team. Right? Like there should be SBCs out there that will help the, help the people that don't have as many coins. So I want that more in FIFA. And if and if they had a lot of a lot of these cards in FIFA 19, great. Then I hope they do it in FIFA 22. What about that's, that's more my point. What about since you're one of the people who sort of started playing less and less after, you know, FIFA 17 ended 18, you played a little bit, but you were pretty quick to go from a competitive/hardcore player to like I'll play this like once a week. And now 19 yeah. you didn't play at all. What's what nah, in FIFA, FIFA 18? I played like 20 games, like 20 games of no, wait, no, I played like 15 games a week in League a week, pretty much. Right, right. And then, how much, how, what's one thing that you want to see as game? What's one thing that would bring you back to at least playing like 10 games a week in League a week in terms of gameplay that you want to see? Um, FIFA 18 wasn't, wasn't a good game, but it was still playable in the sense that I could have fun on it. And the fun aspect came from the fact that it was still fast-paced and dribbling felt decent, decent to good. Passing wasn't good. So even like the, all, all those aspects, like passing, defending was already a bit iffy on that game. So that's what like lured me away from it. If they m- make the fundamentals correct, like the passing, defending, all that sort of stuff, and like take out the entirely broken things that are in fifa 19 so the the way you score goals the whole meta about how you score goals if they take that out i'll be back on this game i'll even grind this game Mm -hmm. you know (sighs) i just i just want to be rewarded for good football i just want to play football in a football game i don't want to do tornadoes i don't want to do crazy chain like (laughs) skill moves i just want to play actual football i want to pass around i want to make a good goal like I just don't want broken things in the game, man. Yeah, and this is this is what worries me at the end of the day because on the one hand, I'm really curious to see if FIFA 20 will be liked and when it comes to its final stage, assuming it, you know it follows the same directions and it just gets polished in terms of uh, like at least the build I played because it's got so many improvements or the the version I played had so many improvements in terms of passing so many improve but still nowhere near enough by my standards at least so many improvements in terms of dribbling responsiveness but not necessarily speed then they brought back pace with so many people wanted blah 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 but it's slow so I'm curious to see if if you and people like you and Kurt would like enjoy it because of the pace like could you could you ever see yourself enjoying a slow paced FIFA game 
Uh, I don't think so, to be honest. But then again, if you play a game long enough, you get used to the you get used to the speed, right? So maybe who knows? But I, in my mind, I don't think I'd enjoy it that much. Right. Well, but I can't tell. Like it depends. Like if it's slow and they fix a lot of the other issues, maybe. Yeah, this is it. Just the, it just depends. Like it's just, it's not one thing that really makes you love or hate a game. Yeah, it's it's always like the concoction of everything. Exactly. This is, this is why at the end of the day, beset like I, I even told. I remember I was speaking to Tom uh, there, you know, uh, which was a blast because you know he was behind, uh, you know, the Volta game mode and all so many other things. And I told him I love so many directions changes you've made, but at the end of the day. Like I also said in the tweet, there's something off. There was something off about that FIFA 20 because, yes, you know, maybe passing was uh, wasn't as assisted and, and bad decision making in passing was uh, punished more than 19. And maybe the first time shots were nowhere near as good, and, and so many first time shots where you don't even bother to like take to to get by the defender in front of you were going out of bounds, and that was exciting. Mm-hmm. But then if you're taking a first-time shot and you're already facing the goal, why are they still flying in? And why are they still flying in even if it's someone like Matip taking that shot? And why are they flying in even if they're mistimed? And why are shots in general from far still flying in? And why were so many chances in the box that I was taking going wide? So, like, all all these things just made me so deflated because... People might think, oh, he loves he loves bashing EA. Man, I was so deflated when I saw that that I trust me, I would have much rather not have said had a tweet that went so viral because I said the game wasn't uh, ready in my opinion yet, mm-hmm. and just said something more EA shilly like, yo, this game's lit. I would have much rather <laughs> said that, be in a position where I had to say that than uh, where I was. I think the decision making aspect yeah. of it is just still not there. I think end of the day we're all we all love we all want to love fifa right we all want to love this game so end of the day everyone wants a good game so it's not that you enjoy saying it's not a good game because that's just going to make your next year even harder (laughs) So, (laughs) so in that sense everyone wants fifa to be good there's no there's no ill intention here when we say things the the things we say that might come off as negative the thing is it's just these are just like the things how we see them yeah you can't change that it is it is unfortunate but i mean there's still so much time i remember last year at the version i played of fifa 19 was a month maybe a month and a week i don't know really close to release and i remember oh my god this game changed so much in a month and now we have three times that amount so i'm confident whatever game is played next i will not recognize it so hopefully for the best and not for the worst in terms of in terms of game modes, right, I guess let's talk about what we want to see, what we hope, because I know nothing about game modes that was purely just playing kickoff. Uh, I guess a disclaimer is that both me and you come from like a pretty hardcore background. So, you know, uh, disclaimer that I won't be able to relate to someone else who's a bit more casual, because I remember once I was saying like how for me the casual game mode is draft when and then I realized, damn, there's probably people out there who really struggle yeah. to win a draft. So it's yeah. like they don't even have that luxury. What I want to see, even DKT was pretty casual. Oh yeah, I love that, and there were tons of people who can. That's you know, so that's the disclaimer. So I'm not trying to sound uh, like an a hole or anything. It's just sometimes I forget, right? It's just our experience. It's just my experience that draft is pretty chill. But nonetheless, I do want to see a return 
of uh, a pretty casual in the sense that it's like completely open matchmaking, some sort of mode like that, be it a tournament style mode that would sort of replicate the World Cup mode, but it's just a Champions League or a DKT, a return of the something like that. That's the thing. I remember um, remember in FIFA, well, 15 definitely, because uh, I played 15 too. Um, there were tournaments, right? Like the, the tournaments where you could get cards or where you could win coins like they would have tournaments weekly and sometimes even i think every day I, my memory is like because it's like so long ago i don't remember exactly i just remember you had tournament and later on they got like dkts came instead of that right yeah to the to the to the weekend league or whatever so when this game came out before it came out they they announced rivals I was like worried because I remember telling you guys like this is not a good thing because the game if you have a game where pretty much everything you do is ranked except okay online single matches aren't ranked but like no one gives a damn about online single matches but everything you do that has value that has like where where you where you can make some coins or whatever if all of it's ranked you're gonna sweat pretty much every game especially for casual players they're gonna have to sweat a lot of games. So that makes the game pretty unenjoyable because you don't have a mode where you can just relax, like without like thinking of playing your absolute meta team. You can't really have fun anymore. That makes the game way too stressful, in my opinion, because I remember I I played like a video game called Destiny, which was like a shooter. Right. Mm -hmm. And throughout like throughout from the start of the game to like midway the game in the game. The game was the matchmaking was open, like everyone, like mostly open anyway. You would just play people that were in your vicinity based on connection, mostly. So yeah. lobbies were fun. Like sometimes, like you would have a bad team. Well, that was six v six mostly. So sometimes you would be in a bad team. Sometimes you would be in a good team. Like it didn't really matter. You would just play to have fun or whatever. And at a certain point, they brought in skill based matchmaking where it wasn't you weren't matched up against the people with the best connections, but you were matched up against your skill bracket. Right. And every single game you went in became a sweat fest Like you would have to sweat your ass off to even like <laughs> hold your ground basically. And the problem of it was like the connections became terrible. I would in a shooter, I would get matched up against streamers in the U S because of my skill bracket. So that was pretty much made the game unplayable and the game just died out after, after that. Like, people didn't want to play it anymore because, like, no one wants to go into every mode and sweat their ass off. You want to have fun sometimes. And I think in FIFA that, like, the incentive is good because you still, in Rivals, you get good rewards. So people still play it because they want the rewards, right? But I don't think it's really healthy. I think you need, like, some game modes where you can just relax and not care too much. Even Divisions was still fun, you know? Like, even even though you had, like, obviously a rank, you were in Divisions two three or four you didn't have actual points behind your name so there wasn't every game the the force of like you have to win this game and you felt like if you lose it's a catastrophe or whatever at least i think the 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 push was like a lot smaller and the the anxiety of messing up didn't last long because the season ended okay you have a new one you're good exactly 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 so that's the whole point i'm trying to make you want to have some casual game modes to take away from the sweatiness of, of weekend league and rivals if that's all your game like has th- that makes it too stressful in my opinion yeah i think i think rivals needs to stay and it's a great mode but it should yeah, be that absolutely. mode that you're like all right i need to sweat out right now i need to practice i need to do this and i want to go i want to go in it right now but that's also why- let me let me add to that i want a game mode where it's not server based because 
I felt like when you have peer to peer connection, that felt way better to me. Like if I remember FIFA 17, was FIFA 17 the last one or 18? I think 18 was the last one, right? I felt like peer to peer connection for me felt way better than server gameplay. Yeah, I think it uh, was just faster. Like it just felt way better. A lot of people will hate that because there's people who feel better on. Um, on sure. Servers. And that's fine. I think they both need to be in the game. I think it's really good that foot champs is on servers because obviously peer to peer brings bring, brings its own issues. But I definitely think there should be a peer to peer mode in the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's also a big reason why I love the divisions up until up until it, it existed because peer-to-peer man i would match up against italians and that's that oh no obviously every now and then okay you get the italian with really bad internet he's on wi-fi and it sucks but mm-hmm. it was just more responsive a lag uh because i don't really get delay i just uh no no i don't really get lag or speed up lag i just get delay in, yeah, in seasons a laggy game would be more responsive than a foot champions uh foot champions thing for me too yeah but i guess what I would want to see is like rivals stays, um, and then instead of online single matches, you have this casual open matchmaking mode, which could be in a tournament mode, it could be in this mode and that mode, and that's where all all your foot swap objectives have to be done. All your, um, you know, what are they? They when team of the season players come out and you want to do a team of the season player, that's where they all have to be. I think we need to stop with these uh, win 10 games and rivals with a Spanish player because it's too much of a coin sink sometimes. If you're high in Division 1, like it's an actual nightmare. Uh, you yeah. will, you literally cannot complete things just because uh, it's not worth buying 92 Raul if you don't have a Spanish striker to score with. And you need 92 Raul most of the time you, <laughs> unless you don't want to lose your mind because uh, trust me, I've, I've lost my mind pretty much yeah. for almost all of those modes. So... It's just a matter of balance. We're not saying Rivals has to go. Yeah. No, the Rivals has to stay because, like, everyone's always asked for a ranked game mode. And I think it's a really good thing. But, like, there needs to be a balance, right? You have to have a casual game and have a ranked game mode. I don't remember. Like, I can't. Pl- I haven't played a game where there was only ranked game modes anyway. I don't. And I'm not ca- and I'm not counting online single matches because that really doesn't count in this, in this <laughs> sense, in my opinion. So, Yeah. I think if the, if they add that in the game, if they bring back Rock, or if they bring back divisions, I'd be happy with that. We didn't mention foot champions. Like, what do you what do you think about it? Because I know some people don't really care. Some people are like, it needs to go. What do you think? <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, this is this is a tough one. If it goes, they have to have an alternative, a really good alternative, and I don't have one. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. So as it is, I would keep it in the game. It, I just have, I think the rewards, like they kept like every year, they kept dumbing down the rewards and they kept making it less and less in my opinion. So people that like got top 100, they don't get minimums anymore, like a minimum rating, right? They can mm-hmm. pack any team of the week, which gives them a lot of garbage. Like top 100 packs would be really bad in my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, I think I would only keep it as a mode to make coins because it's by far the best uh, mode to make coins. I would completely take out because I care about competitive. Not everyone does, but I do care about competitive. They, I think they did a good thing in, in the sense that it was only relevant for competitive until you were ver- verified. Like once you got your 27, essentially for competitive, it didn't matter. I think that was a step in the right direction. 
I think I would move that and find a way to find that threshold to where you become verified and add that into rivals anyways, because it's ranked and like it makes it just makes sense. Maybe mm-hmm. you have a certain skill rating where you cut off and like now you're verified and once you reach a skill rating, you can be there. But even then, I could see the problems. I think uh, they need to, I don't know, man. Foot Champions is like an infuriating mode. I, I never really thought about it too much, but when I hear people say that it's like an extremely stressful mode and like the game count and you lose a game and it matters so much, I can see why that could have like a negative impact on someone's... The thing psyche. is... The thing is, if we talk about like actual competitive and actual like fairness in competitive, I think as soon as you get verified, you should like in the in the qualifying things, right? In the qualifying rounds, you should have the full team. Everyone should have be able to have the same teams. Yeah. Like if you don't have that, there's no fair there's no fair game. Yeah. Either that or make such good restrictions that like it doesn't even you can get to that pretty quickly if you're a verified caliber player and but that's then, still not fair we're trying to yeah. we're trying to like you're it's trying to fair, like yeah. yeah exactly you're trying to look look for a, like a compromise and i if if you want a fair competitive mode there should be no compromises there should always be a level playing field that is like the basic aspects of like having a well a skill a skill based uh mode basically yeah 100% 100% i think uh, most competitive players would agree that whatever they do, they need to announce it hella fast because imagine imagine sinking in 10 grand because your club paid 10 grand for your FIFA points only to find out that it was extreme overkill and you all got the teams uh, or maybe you the the requirements are so low that like you don't need all those that's, points. That's like the crazy part, right? You're, 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 you just said 10 grand. Like on a lot of people spend more more than like well a lot of pros anyway spend at least like more than a more than like a thousand euros or dollars or whatever you want whatever your currency is and they still don't have a good team like the best team in the game like imagine spending a thousand euros on a game uh that's only viable for a year and you don't have the best team in the game which is insane to me i think a thousand euros is super it's way too much money for a game that goes goes on for a year so to be competitive in this game and to, to actually be a pro you have to spend that much money and it just blows my mind how we as a community just think this is normal i think i mean it's a, an abomination of a quantity to spend yeah. for any any game. I, I I get sick to my stomach when I sometimes I'll enter like a stream of a competitive player and he's got these like 15, 16 year old kids from wherever he's from and they're like, yo, what about how much money there? How much money there? And he's like, yep. I think to compete next year you need to invest at least five grand. Like, what, dude? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a tangent. Don't say that, bro. Come on. Yeah. Ex- I criminal, agree. dude. But that's that's the thing. Like microtransactions have a place in gaming, but they shouldn't be like your so- the sole way to play this game, right? And that's what I want for FIFA 20, by the way. Take out fitness, first of all. Well, they just fill packs. They reduce the coins you can make unless you have like a fitness team. But that, that takes away from the whole ultimate team thing because you don't have one team anymore. You have to have two to be able to rotate them. Take out fitness. Take out all these all these things that are just coin sinks. Take out all these things, make playing the game, make it a viable way to actually make your ultimate team, to make the best team in the game. You don't have to have the best team in the game at the start, but make just just playing the game, not trading, not menu content, just playing the game a viable way 
at least if you do, if you reach a certain level, make that a viable way to have the best team of the game towards the end. That is currently not possible. Like you have to trade if you don't spend money. Yeah, you have to. There is no other way. You you will not make enough coins just by playing unless you're some sort of god that can like with a gold team get top 100. But that's not going to happen. No. So I want and I I realize how unrealistic it is because the way FIFA set is set up right now. But that doesn't make me want it less. Right. I think there should be a way to grind, especially because it's like a year long game. Why do you have to spend that much money in a year long game to have experience? Yeah, it's I mean, I mean, why the why is obviously because like it makes it makes a ton of money, but it's obviously not uh, what I would want as a player or I'm sure anyone would want. But I mean, we're already we're already talking about game enjoyment. That was like the last section. And and two of the points were that you said were literally my points, which is like removing fitness and then earning cards through gameplay. But I will say this about earning cards through gameplay. We need a game. We need we need a good game for this to be viable because I want a game where you can earn cards through gameplay, but at the same time, I I don't need I don't want these cards to do it all for you. Like I honestly hate me for this, but I prefer the days when the person, if the person who was holding the controller didn't have the ability to unlock the potential of a card, would say, "I don't feel a difference between." triple informed Neymar and normal Neymar like I miss those days more because like we said earlier it was all user input uh, as opposed to the game I, it wasn't all user but more more Wait. more user input now we're at a point where like dude not to get elite you need right now in July whatever it's called July weekend league you need all the prime Hullets and Renal and all these all these guys and Back in the day, dude, I remember doing a 10k weekend league with in FIFA 17 with like Gold Benarfa and all these cheap gold players, and I, I remember I stopped halfway through, but I was like 20 wins and two losses, and I had uh, 18 games left. Dude, I can't even do that anymore playing civilized football with my God Squad, man. It's just not possible anymore, and I need it to be for earning cards through gameplay for me will only make sense. When the gameplay returns uh, to rewarding, you know, good decision making. Agree. Uh, but an underrated thing that I want to see next year in terms of game enjoyment, which wouldn't really fall under modes or gameplay, is something that I made a video about. So if you haven't seen that video, cheeky plug, go watch it. But basically, <laughs> camera angles, man. Camera angles, for the love oh. of God. <laughs> <laughs> I ca- call it camera angles, call it new stadium. I play telebroadcast, 20 height, zero zoom on in StubHub Center, and it's absolutely glorious to see. I have that same setting for all the modes. Obviously, I step into the Foot Champions, you know, arena and all that, whatever, and FEWC Stadium looks awful. It is flat. <laughs> it looks like someone slapped my head into the screen. I lost all the depth that I had a moment ago in the previous stadium, and it's awful. You you need way more customization, way more options, and they should be uniform in all stadiums. Like uh, you know, especially if if the problem with making it uniform in all stadiums is that you've programmed a real life stadium, you have licenses, you have to follow the things. At least the FEWC stadiums, which literally does not exist in the world there's no license you break (laughs) (laughs) you should make it so if the back wall from where the camera comes from is what's blocking you from get just 
delete it. Delete the backstands and just have the camera free-forming, floating thing that you can put wherever you want. Especially if you're forced to use, because I miss the days when you could use whatever stadium we wanted in, uh, uh, regardless of Shadows, in Foot Champions. But I, I, I need that. It's not even a matter of if. I need it. I agree. I mean, if they can make you have different kits than what your opponent is seeing, they should be able to do that, in my opinion. So, yeah, I agree. Great. Do you have any other um, game yeah, I, I I don't remember if this was in FIFA, but I think it was. I want like a training ground where basically what you see is like the normal, like the, the way you play a game, right? When you're playing a game. And you have like a normal training ground. I don't want the third, like the arena, what it is now, third person thing where you just follow the camera, like you follow one player with your camera. I want a full team. I want a full team to be able to practice things, to be able to practice my shooting angles without anything, like just a training ground. That's all I want. That oh, shouldn't yeah. even be hard to put in the game. And I, I think remember. it wasn't, it definitely wasn't PES, but I think it was in FIFA as well. And they, I'm not sure, but I think they just took it out for some reason. And I have no idea. I never heard of anything about if I, I don't know if, if I, I don't know if like someone get in the chat this. I think FIFA 2004 had it. I think so. I remember that FIFA quite well had like new weird free kicks and stuff. But I remember that have if that didn't have it, maybe I'm just mixing it up because from like FIFA 2001 to like 2008, I played both PES and FIFA simultaneously. So they might be blurring together. But PES definitely had it. You could do three v two, three v one, ten v one. You could have a full eleven v eleven in a match you could just put them there you could put 11v1 in it you can just set it up whichever way you want it and you could do free kicks in that in that mode it didn't matter you could do anything you want without any restrictions that you had to play this skill game or you had to play that skill game like that nonsense didn't wasn't a thing you could literally it was free like like the creative mode in fortnite you could do whatever you want like there should be a mode like that where you can just practice your things practice whatever you want basically 100 percent Agreed. I so think. I hope they bring that back because, like, this whole arena thing is like so nonsense. Like, if I I'm not playing pro clubs or whatever, or like I'm not not even pro clubs. That's a bad example. When you're looking at third person and you're practicing things, that's a different thing than when you're doing it in game. So I don't know why that's a thing. Even the skill games don't even allow you to change camera. You're pretty much stuck on the classic camera, and like it's yep. similar enough to telebroadcast where it doesn't bother me too much. But if you play co-op, skill games are not going to look anything like. Uh, what you play in game and before there is actually a feature to do that and i just didn't know but uh as far as i know you can't even change your camera angle for skill games so i mean so much for a skill game you, you're not even looking at the same perspective anymore it's like telling it's like telling a, a professional player to practice with uh, a headset that looks at his body from like a third a third for it like from the sky you know it just doesn't make sense uh but you know, we went through modes, enjoyment, gameplay. I guess there's one thing left to do, and that is the chat questions. Are there any questions that you want to be added to the podcast? I've seen a, I've seen a couple. Well, we were doing our own thing, so I'm going to go scroll back here. Yeah. By the way, shout oh, out to Sleek, who said, Sleek said, composure should be user-based, not add-in-based. Yes, we said that earlier, yeah. 100%. You said that last week as well. Um, Brad's eighty eight said, "What are your thoughts on EA needing feedback from Inception on gameplay? How is it possible that the staff currently there are not aware of these issues from testing playing them?" So, so he's probably saying like, "Why would they need his input?" Because it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, yeah. So why would they need? I mean, we don't know. You're. I mean, we don't know. You're assuming that they don't know either. Maybe they just wanted to. Number one. No, he's he's. 
he's he's trying to say they should know what the issues are because everyone I'm, I'm assuming that's what he means plays fifa obviously experiences that gameplay is inconsistent so mm-hmm. he says what are your thoughts on them needing the feedback then my my thoughts on them needing the feedback is that uh i mean it's like because we know inception side of the story right and how can you say this basically you have to understand as well the team uh, is not the same group of people inception has often said that you know it's hard for me to speak for someone else but the guy that wouldn't believe in what he said inception says it's not there anymore right so first of all it's a new team altogether second of all uh, we don't know that they don't know the solution. Maybe they just wanted to amend the previous bad experience Inception had previously. But again, it's hard. For- I don't even. Th- I don't even think they they went to him for a solution. I think he went there to specifically show them the instances where the gameplay was inconsistent. Well, that's what I got from the video anyway. Once come on and explain exactly what the what the what the thing was, but um. I think it's a good thing because he obviously knows what he's about, so he knows like what bad gameplay is and the difference between good and bad gameplay. So it's not it's not a bad thing that they that they invited them. It's a bad thing it's take taken them so long. Yeah, I think uh, the problem because now that the the process has started, I fear that we might not even see a solution until like FIFA twenty one. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. And that's depressing. And the thing is them inviting him doesn't even mean they would they can make it they can make it better like they he basically just showed them what the issue is they might not be able to solve it that's the real that's the real thing that really bothers it's not his responsibility to fix the issue it's just he just showed them the problem fcp swift above he said uh oh and by the way why are there no competitive modes outside of foot no ultimate team no pay to win uh, i mean the the answer why is i'm guessing they just want everyone to be playing foot so they it used to be head to head in the overall 85 mode which i think uh i know a lot of people hate that mode but coming to think of it i think we all would have loved it this year because you know what that means 85 overall mode three star skills no croquetta so that solves a lot of problems already. No, no, Il Tornado as well. But that's essentially why, because uh, foot is the main mode, right? They're trying to drive the Germany as well. Is a, is like if you really look at it, it's a way to drive single player uh, players into foot because you get a foot card into it. And so maybe we'll see. Maybe next year they'll do the same with Volta. That there's aspects of it that intertwine with foot because they want to get people, the pro clubs guys who are probably going to be trying Volta to go into foot as well. Uh, Saiyan NZ says, guys, your thoughts about matchmaking Div Rivals versus online seasons? Well, it's better to ask you because you've played way more rivals. The ma- I mean, wh- there's other. What what is there to say? I mean, in matchmaking in online. Wait, he said rivals versus your thoughts what? about matchmaking rivals versus online seasons. So I'm guessing divisions is when he. So he last year's season. I, yeah. I mean, obviously it's um. Last year's season, the thing is, the gap between Division 1 and 2 and 3, which is what you could match uh, back last year if you were in Division 1, is so much bigger than what it is now if you get higher. Guess Rivals matchmaking has made it so that if you get to like the high Division 1, you have a high chance of playing the sweaty game that maybe you'd find one every two seasons last year in Divisions. I mean, I think I don't think the matchmaking is a problem. I think the problem is the lack of other modes. Oh, wait, there's a new one. Do you think bad gameplay is good for the company to make you want better cards and buy more points? 
Well, that is a theory. I mean, there's people that have that theory. Um, the theory is, I think, that it's intentional. That it's intentional that they have bad gameplay so you can stress out over it and like get angry. The angriness will result to you buying packs so you get better players. So you maybe think, okay, I can like <laughs> play better so the bad gameplay doesn't affect me. Like there, there's people that say that, but like, I mean, it's hard to prove, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that feels like it's, there's, yeah, no, sure. there's nothing it's, to back like, it up. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a conspiracy theory that goes around. I agree. You think they? Someone said they should make us make res- restrictions on squad quality during weekend league. Do you agree with that? Uh, I mean that would take that that would take away of the whole ultimate team aspect. If you can't use your ultimate team weekend league, I think a lot of people would be annoyed about that. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's just it just comes down to making uh for that aspect of it because if we're just talking general weekend league, it's not all competitive based. I think uh, no, I, I wouldn't want restrictions. I just want a game where it doesn't matter if my opponent has the if I'm like significantly better than the guy in front of me, it should be easy snacks. The same way it was easy snacks in the summer of FIFA seventeen. If I had with my ten k team to win games, dude. PLO2PL said, would you guys restructure champs rewards? If so, how? <laughs> Bring back whatever they were doing in FIFA 17 in terms of, uh, and also add monthlies on top of what we had. Yeah. When I said that, I remember, no, yeah. I don't want the anxiety of yeah. having to play monthly. But you have what you have now, and then you add monthlies on top. So, like, why not, right? Because at that point, you're not, now you're kind of admitting that you just don't want others to have better stuff than you. Like, you should get what you played for. I agree with Ali Wiki as well. He said Elite 2 needs buffing. I completely agree with that. Oh, yeah. Elite 2 is so bad, man. What do you get? Like 30, 30K or something? Thirty, Exactly the same as Elite 3, but 30 extra K. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, that's a terrible, terrible incentive. They should basically do uh, two Elite packs for Elite 2, and then three or four Elite packs for Elite 1, I think. Especially if they keep it like this, where Elite packs are just awful anyways. Thoughts on 96-hour weekend league window? Uh, I mean, I don't think it would change that much, except for the fact that you have people that play at the end of it, right? The sun, the, the famous Sunday Warriors, like that'll just just f- go like one one step further. They'll they'll be Monday Warriors at that point. <laughs> I mean, they're already Monday. They've already evolved to become Monday morning Warriors now, right? So they're like yeah. cutting it close. I think um, Tuesday Tuesday morning Warriors. Yeah, I think it's too much, man. I think it's too much. I just think, again, I think it just a better game will make it less uh, stressful because 40 games of another game felt like less than 30 of this game. Right? Let's start with making the game better, and then we can actually have a better understanding of how much is too much. All right, great. Well, Persian, thanks for joining. Thank you. And as usual, guys, this time we had the you know social media ads right on screen, so... Twitch or YouTube, wherever you're watching from. Follow us both. And uh, I guess until next time, peace out. Peace.